Now, I'll tell you this right now. When I was dating, I'd watch how a woman would hold herself. I'd watch how she dress. I'd watch how she talk. I'm going to tell you this right now, and you listen up, because I don't care if this offends. There is nothing good about being trashy, about being lazy, about being slutty. No way. It's not. I made a tweet the other day. I said, I take an Audrey Hepburn over a Cardi B any day of the week. Because why? Cardi B is ghetto trash. Welcome to the All-American Savage Show podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. Welcome back to the All-American Savage Show podcast. I'm your host, John Burke, with my beautiful heterosexual bearded Jewish life partner here, working those controls across from me. School's out, but the show isn't. We're here with you live this Tuesday afternoon here in Dallas, Texas. Appreciate you being here with us. How was your week? It's been, I want to apologize. Um, didn't get to make the show Friday. <clears throat> Forget to, uh, oh no, I had stuff. No, we were, I had stuff to do. Um, we were performing for a, um, there's a retirement home that we got asked to our, our tango instructors asked to go be a part of, and it was performing for a retirement community. And I have never seen a community like this nice. Cause I remember when I was younger growing up, I would go to, uh, you know, with my grandmother who do meals on wheels and stuff like that up in New Jersey to help like the retirement community retirement homes. And it just smelled of death. I'm not going to lie. It smelled of like, B.O. and death. It was just, it was a really sad environment to be in. Well, we go to this retirement community and it has this like hacienda type vibe. It has like the Pueblo roofing, um, just very well done. You go inside. It's like, dude, this is like walking into a nice hotel. And I don't know if this is true or not, but talking to some of the residents and these are really nice people, really nice people. Um, you know how much they cost per month to be there? How much? Take a guess. Five grand. Go up. Ten. Yep. 
Really? $10,000 a month to live there. Can you, like, how? Why? You could buy a house and then, like, hire a nurse. I, it just doesn't, but it doesn't make sense to me. But the rationale behind this, according to them, was that it also, it's like your your food is covered, your alcohol is covered, everything's covered. Alcohol? Y- oh, yeah, they have a happy hour. Oh, yeah. Huh. It was at like huh. four o'clock. We started performing at like three, three thirty. And so the lady's like, they're going to be here. They have happy hour. And just kind of like it's like listening to a kindergarten schedule laid out for old people. That's basically what it is. And guess what, folks? We're all heading that way. <laughs> that's the most concerning thing. It's like, that's going to be us. Is that where you're going to go? I, bro, 10,000 a month. Hell no. I'll go retire <laughs> in freaking Argentina. Absolutely not. But um, it was a great experience, you know, and. I danced with one lady. She was 95 years old and still getting after it, like just cognitively there. It was it was very interesting to see. But it definitely was also interesting to see that some people that did not take care of their health, very, you know, bad, poorly declining. You could see it. You could clearly see versus those that were very active, very astute. Um, but it, it was a really nice experience. There was uh, and then I, I learned what a dance host was. This is the thing. Like these people get paid. I forget how much hourly, but to go to these dance events and dance with random women. It's usually men. Huh. It's because there's not a lot of male leaders. There's more female dancers than there are male leaders. So these dudes literally get paid to just go there and dance randomly. It's like, damn, that's a, that's gotta be a nice gig, I guess. Like just dance with women, older women, I guess. I don't know. But that's a thing. That is a thing. But, um, you got that to look forward to, huh? Yeah. Right. It's it was cool though. It was a nice nice event. But we missed the show Friday for that. I apologize. And then Sunday I had to head up to Austin to go to a friend's wedding of mine. Then we came back yesterday, so we didn't have the show yesterday as well. Apologies for that. But uh what did your weekend consist of? Usual dad stuff. Dad stuff. Soccer game. Just beating the kids. Yeah. Beating, beating the, kids. the kids. Yeah, they know why. That type of stuff. That's that's they they deserve it. Kids deserve it. You gotta beat them. <laughs> you gotta beat them. You spare the rod. Yeah, that's what you get. That's what you get. Oh my gosh. It was a great time though. Wedding was very beautiful. Simple ceremony. I think they did it a very, I like the way they did it. It was like the ceremony took 10 minutes tops, literally go into this nice little church. Um, very simple. Everything was nice and elegant and they, you know, everybody walks down the aisle, do their thing. And the preacher didn't drag it out. It wasn't like, they didn't even do vows. They didn't even do vows. And I was kind of like, I like this. I like this. The guy's like, all right, do you have the rings? Like, oh, wow, we're, we're doing this. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. cool. I'm kind of sitting there. I was like, I was prepared for like a 30-minute sermon. And he's uh, like, do you have the ring? I'm like, oh, dude, we're like, we're, we're just plowing ahead. Like, cool. Oh, I love this. So I put the rings on. It's like, all right, by the power vested in me. It's like, Jesus. I was like, well, by him, yes, but still. But it, it's just kind of like, damn, he kisses her, and we applaud, and then they go walking out. Everybody else leaves, and they're like, all right, cocktail hour while the bride and groom do pictures. And then they come in. And bro, it was just, it, it flowed. It was so smooth and it felt wrong because of how smooth it flowed. I was like, this is not normal when it comes to weddings. I don't know how many weddings y'all have been to, but normally it's a six or seven hour affair. And you're like, oh God, shoot me now. I, I love them. They're good people, but I don't want to be here. I don't care about, I don't know these people. I don't care about your in-laws. I don't care about, this one was just like very well done. So yeah, that makes me sound very appealing, though, in the future for weddings, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Don't invite me to your weddings. I'm not getting <laughs> shit. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was just, it was very well done. And, you know, the thing that, I'm totally going to go on a tangent here. The thing that I hate about weddings is that the wedding is for the woman. Man, am I, am I, check me on this. 
Rumble chat. What's going on, Rumble? Missed you guys. Check me on this. Do you feel like the weddings are for the men or more so for the woman? Because I sincerely feel after having been married twice, I'm kind of subject matter expert at this point, but marriages are for the women. So with that being said, if we can agree upon that, it should not be a day that is just laden with stress. But unfortunately, every wedding you go to, the woman is stressed out of her mind. And the dude's just kind of like, well, it's kind of ironic if you think about it. The guy doesn't care. He's getting boozed. He's with his friends. He's marrying the woman he loves. He doesn't really have to take care of much, if anything at all. But the woman, it's her day, and she is stressed out of her gourd, probably just like pulling her hair out. Nothing's going accordingly. And it's her day, and she is the one that's stressed the most. That's like peak irony. Peak irony. That's kind of funny to me. But either way, um, you know, I, I, most women are kind of like, I'm so glad this day is over. And it's like, this is your wedding day. It shouldn't feel that way. It really shouldn't. But, but ultimately, though, I feel it's because women, I think a lot of women, they want to compete with other women about, like, having the best wedding. Or there are some women that just, you know, they have this idea of what they want as little girls. So I get that. But I also feel like sometimes it is like legit. The church I went to growing up, it was a competition. Who could out wedding the prior one? And it was just, it was pathetic. It was pathetic. Who could out wedding? It was just like, dude, it was sad. It was sad. So anyway, but that's where I was at. And then we uh, we toured Austin. Not Austin. I'm sorry. We uh we toured this one restaurant. Sheila's gonna kill me. It's a burger joint in Austin, and you know she's a foodie. I'm just kind of like, I'll lick it. That that's about all. I mean, whatever. But uh, it was like a, a burger joint. And the burgers were cheap. So we ordered two and uh, it tasted great, bro. It was the size of my, like, it, it was tiny. I was like, well, at least it's cheaper. But the thing that aggravates me, what the hell's happened? What's going on? And I, I understand how, like, crazy it is for me to complain about the size of a cheeseburger because, quite honestly, like, we don't need more cheese, bigger cheeseburgers in this nation because we're fat as hell as it is. But still, it stands to reason, though, that why is everything shrinking? The meat is tiny. That's what she said. It's shrinkflation. It's shrinkflation. But this isn't this isn't just Biden, though. This is how it's always been. It just feels like the burger. The only time you get a good burger is when you go to a non-franchise style place, like a hole in the wall, and they actually grill the shit right there in front of you, and it's a big, solid burger, and you feel kind of wrong. It's like, man, this is huge, because you're used to, like, the tiny little burgers that I guess they save for the Haitians that are starving over. Like, I don't know what the, what, what the purpose is. This wouldn't even feed a, a freaking starving African child. They'd look at you and be like, are you serious? Like, I could eat three mosquitoes and have more meat than this. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. I just, I don't understand it. But anyway, anyway, did that at Austin. And then yeah, I had my complaints about that. And then we went to like a smoothie bar and Sheila's got me trying this, uh, this, uh, these health shots, they're kind of like, uh, not literal shots, but like shots you drink, like blue magic is what one's called. It has turmeric, ginger, lemon, and it's actually really good for your digestion. So I did that. And then we had a, uh, something other kind of drink and made me feel really, um, I don't know what it made me feel. It was kind of like, I guess I'm healthy. I, I don't know. I don't know. But, uh, anyway, uh, we appreciate you guys being here. Sorry for the no shows the last uh, two days. We were supposed to have shows, but you survived. I mean, who did you listen to? Who, who can you listen to? Glenn Beck, that nerd. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm sitting there, and I forget which day this was. We're gonna talk about this today. The Trump sneakers. Jesus Christ. Well, like, 
Bro. Bro. Trump cologne and perfume. I can't. I, I just can't. It is a circus at this point. It is a circus. $400 pair of shoes. So you're not going to get any? No, they sold out. <laughs> they sell out? Oh, yeah. It's pre-order. That's the other part. This was a pre-order for, I think, April. Yeah, this now, guy knows how to make money. I was about to say, now, there's two different ways. I guess we'll just go ahead and get into this. There's two ways to look at this, okay? There is the, the, the perspective of this makes us look really, really stupid. I'm just going to say it. It really does. Trump tennis shoes. Like, are you kidding me? This guy has sold Trump steaks, Trump ties, Trump suits, Trump everything. But now Trump is utilizing the same types of entrepreneurial um, pathways, I guess you will, to fundraise. And his sneakers were $400 a pop. He went to SneakerCon. I did not even know this was a thing as far as SneakerCon. I know what sneakerheads are. I actually had, I served with a drill sergeant that was a sneakerhead. He would literally, he had a hookup with Nike. So he'd get like a few pair prior to the release and then he'd sell them on eBay for like thousands of, and people would buy it. Josh, shoes. Yeah. Tenny shoes. It's, it's pretty incredible. Is, is incredible, incredible in the context of like, this is just retarded or incredible of like, you know, I, people I don't know, collect you, comic books, people collect different stuff. So it's not yeah. out of the realm of possibility that people really get into well, tennis shoes. Okay. But the, the difference between a comic book and shoes though, are shoes are meant to be worn and utilized. A comic book's meant to be read. Uh, I think people look at them as a uh, artwork. Cause I, there's one guy in California uh, that does that okay. shit where he okay. like, he stencils and he, yeah, he does yeah. custom Sneakers. Well, the Trump shoes are not artwork. I'm sorry. That is not artwork. It's literally well, this it's guy. in the eye of the beholder, I guess, right? Uh, no. They, uh, bro, even pimps would be like, I am wearing that shit. It's gay. Uh, no. No. Even Ray Charles would be like, mm-mm, mm-mm, that shit's mm-mm. It, bro. Here's the deal. Trump could have done something. If, if you're going to do something like this, fine. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not against capitalism. But it's just kind of like, this was the best that your designers came up with? You're kidding me with this. Gold shoes. Gold American shoes. Flag. And it looks like something off Team U. It, it's ridiculous. But anyway, we're going to look at it. And then we've got the $100 Trump cologne and perfume that smells of desperation spray tan. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like paying your lawyer. It's <laughs> oh, my God. It's insane, man. It is insane. And then we're going to talk about the trucker boycott that, oh, my God. I just... There is no, there is no plan. There's no strategy in this election. There is none. That's why I genuinely feel, um, I genuinely feel like, I I don't know what's going on in Trump world. It feels like there is nothing but chaos going on. It doesn't feel like there is a a mission, like there is a purpose for the, for the, uh, the, the campaign. Uh, but then again, maybe that's just my perception of it. But either way, uh, before we get into all the topics we're going to talk about today, today's episode is brought to you by shellshockcbd.com. Folks, have you checked it out? I had some friends on Twitter that they were kind of like, you know, they follow me and they're like, okay, we're going to check out your company. One lady uh, tried our pet shoes and gave it to her pet pig and she loves it. She's like, our, the pig is blind apparently. And now I guess being it was blind before it would go to sleep, it'd kind of be squealing. And, you know, I would too if I was blind. And now the pig just sleeps through the night. It's a cute little pig too. I'm not going to lie. She sent me the pictures like, okay, that's freaking adorable. I mean, but don't think for a second I wouldn't shop that sucker up and eat bacon. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But it was not. And then I had another lady who said she ordered the halos for her and her husband. And then she sends me a picture. It's like, yeah, we took them last night for the first time. And we were up to like three o'clock in the morning making AI photos of our dogs laughing our asses off. I was like, 
You know, I've heard of, of, you know, stargazing, watching funny movies, listening to music, but generating funny AI images, bro, if that doesn't sound like 2024, then I don't know what does. Like, some next level stuff right that's there. That's some next level high stuff. Uh, like, I might try that. Yeah. I'm dangerous. Like, I don't know. Because the, the dangerous part is I might post some of the stuff I try and create because it's just talking schmack. But I don't know, man. It's it's hilarious to me. So, hey, Rumble, how we doing? Have you done me a favor? Have you done the favor and hit the thumbs up button yet? And have you left a comment? Have you shared the show? We appreciate that. Uh, we don't grow without that. We need your help. You know, uh, I do appreciate those on Twitter. They're shouting us out, always talking about, you know, get away from the mainstream conservative Inc. media, go to more independent podcasters. And I do want to say I'm not a journalist. I'm not going to sit there and take that title. We don't go out looking for stories. We just give our, our, our opinions on things. That's why you listen, or I, I assume, I don't know why. Um, but I do appreciate, you know, the Shannon Joys out there, the Tracy Beans, uh, various different independent uh, podcasters. And some are journalists, like Sarah Uncensored. She's coming on the show this or next week. She's done a lot. She's an actual journalist. Um, she's got a lot of stuff to talk about. But we do appreciate you guys sharing the show and getting more people to tune in because I think the goal of the show, quite honestly, is just to get more people to think for themselves, to think more critically, independently, not to be part of any cult, regardless of which side or politician it falls under. But um, And then, you know, give our one-sided opinions and our bias takes because at least we'll be, at, you know, we admit that. It's like a... I'm biased. Absolutely. I'm biased. Every single person on this earth is biased to a degree, but, um, all right. What are we doing? We've got 512 people watching this one. I'm talking about sometime. Um, what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, let's get into it. The first one right off the bat. Here we go. Donald Trump's tennis shoes. Who makes Donald Trump's gold sneakers? What we know. Donald Trump arrived at SneakerCon in Philadelphia on Saturday to an emotionally charged audience. As Oh, well, hold on. Before I, before I get into it, I got one movie review real quick. Is it called The Holdovers? Have you seen this? Let's just, uh, let me see if I can find this movie. The Holdovers. Why is it not typing? Did my, I think my keyboard just shit the bed. I think this thing is broken. you got to be kidding me. You've got to be Of all times, this thing's going to crap the bed. Nice. Nice. You changed batteries on? I just did. I put new batteries in it. Just now? Yeah. Now it's, it's not working again. I don't know what's going on. Let me try the Bluetooth thing. See if that works. No, it's not working. It's plugged in, but I think the keyboard's fried. I'll have to get another one. Either, all right. Well, anyway, I think it's called The Holdovers is the um, the movie. I can't remember the gentleman's name. Um, oh, God. He played John Adams in that series. I cannot think of his name. Folks, Rumble, help me out. Help me out here. I can't, I can't think of this movie's name. Anyway, it's about essentially the, the movie is it's new, but the, the filming style, the cinematography, it's like the seventies. The whole thing is supposed to be filmed like it's in the seventies and it's actually really good. You should check it out. It's slow. It's not an action packed movie, but it's, it's really good. It's very well done. Um, the soundtrack is really good. It's, it's like you're transported back to the seventies to a boarding school and it's the holidays. Everybody goes home and the one teacher is left to take care of the students you know, the problem students and he develops a relationship with them. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to fix this kids. And yeah, yeah, just, you know, typical stuff. Um, Paul Giamatti. Thank you, Milwaukee. Thank you for that. Paul Giamatti. You know, I think he's, he's an amazing actor. 
he's one of those actors that I feel like nobody's going to appreciate him until after he's gone. I wish we could have more appreciation for the actors that I'll just be frank, don't have the good looks that most of the actors do, but instead they have very, a very, very wide acting range and capabilities. I respect the hell out of that. This guy, I forget what else he's been in and he is a phenomenally wonderful actor. Yeah. I, I cannot, you know, and I'm ashamed to admit that I didn't know his name. I loved him in uh, Fred Claus. I don't remember. <laughs> Fred Claus. Oh, my God. You literally just pulled up his filmography, didn't you? No. It, it it's was a Fred Christmas Claus? movie, yeah, with Vince Vaughn. He plays Santa Claus. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's it's a pretty funny movie. He's, he's a very good actor. His serious roles, he nails it. He nails it. All right. But, yeah, I, I saw that movie this weekend. Highly encourage you to watch it. Very Don't watch it with children. There is language. Uh, keep that in mind. There's some F-bombs in there. But um, I don't think there's any nudity, but there is some 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 adult topics. But it's it's a very very good movie. You should go check it out. Um, he's pretty good in Billions. I've never seen that. Um, okay, let's get into the topics of conversation today. Donald Trump arrived at SneakerCon in Philadelphia on Saturday. The former president took to the stage at the congregation to show to shoe of shoe lovers to launch his range of footwear. Can the centerpiece? Of which, okay, I got to stop doing this. It's 399 Never Surrender High Tops. Okay, let's, this is what they look like. Like, what? If, if I see you wearing a pair of these out in the world, which I don't think people are going to, they're going to basically sell these things. And I, that's what I'm talking about. There's two ways to look at this. Like a collector's item. Exactly. Exactly. These will be worth something. I'm not going to lie. Well, also depending on how many they actually make. I did see one article where a gentleman bought an autographed pair of these and basically his bid was $9,000 and it has Trump's autograph on them. Now, that guy holds on to them. I guarantee it will accrue interest. I mean, it oh, will yeah. accrue value 100%, especially once Trump's dead. Absolutely. So, two different ways to look at this. Politically, stupid as hell. Cringe as hell. Reeks of desperation. This is a president resorting to these tactics, but that's also what Trump's done. That's who he is. The other one is, though, is from that of a capitalistic standpoint, which is, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to invest money in this, but I can see why some people would. And it talked about, like, limit three pairs to one person. Now, if they continue making more of these, which I don't think they will, but if they do, then, yes, you're going to flood the market. You're going to saturate the market. They won't be worth anything. Now, if these are limited release, fair enough, but we'll see. But that's also a pre-order. That is an ugly-ass sneaker. I don't care who you are. That thing's ugly. It's not a $400 sneaker. I'll tell you that right now. But then you're paying for a brand name here. You're paying for a brand name and the hopes that this will be a collector's item. The gold Trump-branded shoes quickly sold out, and Trump has marveled on social media that listings for the shoes on eBay were offering for as high as $7,500. While the presence of pairs of the shoes on the stage with the former president suggests they are already being manufactured, it remains unclear where they are being made and by whom. Boom, boom, boom. Now, here's the deal. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. If they're manufactured in China, I don't care. Don't care. I believe in international trade. I do. Now, it would be hypocritical, though, if Trump's were made in China. Because as an American president, you should probably want to promote something that is made in America. I think that's a very, I think that's a, that's a, that can be a mutually agreed upon position, I think. I think it's very tone deaf. If you're a sitting president and you come out with a sneaker that is made in China. Now, I've not read this article. Maybe they are made in China. China. 
Um, the website established to sell the sneakers says the designs are a trademark of CIC Ventures LLC and are not designed, manufactured, distributed, or sold by Donald J. Trump, the Trump Organization, or any of their respective affiliates or principals. So therefore, Trump's probably just going to be partnered on this to get a good percentage of the sales, yada, yada, yada. Um, CIC Ventures LLC was established in Palm Beach, Florida in 2021 after being formed in Delaware. At the time, its two managers were listed as Nicholas Luna, who served as Trump's personal assistant in the White House, and John B. Marion, a local lawyer who also worked for Trump uh, state business records show. New York journalist Ken Bezinglayer previously reported that CIC Ventures has li had licensed Trump's image and likeness for the $99 NFT trading cards that the former president promoted in late 2022. The trading card website says his likeness is licensed from the CIC Digital, a distinct corporation registered in Delaware. Now, as the latest filing, in April 2023, Marion was the only person listed as a member of the company. The address given for the company is that of the Trump International Golf Club in West Palm Beach. The Trump Sneakers website says, though the trademarks are owned by CIC Ventures, 45 Footwear LLC uses the Trump name, image, and likeness under a license agreement, which may be terminated or revoked according to its terms. 45 Footwear LLC was established by the on January 31st this year and is registered to Sheridan, Wyoming, a city with a population of around 19,000. It's registered address an unassuming building on an, industri an industrial estate in the southwest of the city is that of a local law firm which specializes in establishing LLCs in the state and whose address is used for numerous other companies. The name listed on the state filings for 45 footwear is Andrew Pierce, a paralegal for the law firm Wyoming Trust and LLC attorney who previously lived in the Caribbean, where he owned a successful business development company and learned to navigate various tax regimes each island offered to maximize value for his investors, according to the law firm's website. The sneaker website does stress that the brand is not political and has nothing to do with the political campaign. I call shenanigans on that. If you're you're telling me, say like you're a t-shirt company, and Trump comes, he's like, I want you to make the MAGA shirts the greatest. You're going to get millions of dollars. Do you think as a CEO of that company, you don't take into account the fact that who you're doing this for is going to draw you massive fire? Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. I'm, I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that saying something is like, you know, we're not affiliated with the campaign whatsoever. It's like, mm, bro, you think people are really going to believe that? You think people are really going to believe? I don't. I don't because it's like, look, and the reason for this is that liberals are not going to do anything for Trump. I generally don't feel like today's day and age, a liberal company, a liberal, a liberal owned shirt company would ever do the MAGA shirts. Do you think they would ever do that? No, I don't think so either. No, I don't. Cause I think they'd get boycotted. They'd get hated because at that point, then you can only make shirts for conservatives because they're the only ones they're going to buy from you. Yeah. So when this company says we're not affiliated with, yeah, blah, 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 it's like, ah, oh, come on, dude. Come on. You know you're on a set. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, be honest about it. But it's like you're trying to play to both sides here. It's like we're not affiliated. It's like, yes, the hell you are. Stop so where this. were they being sold? I think Just that sneaker con? I think on a website. Um, Yeah, I think on a website. And it's. I mean, these guys do such a great out. job of promoting this guy's stuff. Whatever oh, yeah. he does, yeah. the yeah. trading cards, tennis shoes, perfume. What else did you say you had? Cologne? Uh, cologne. Let me see if I can find that. Trump cologne. Ah, oh, fuck. My, key my keyboard doesn't work. Ah! I do not like this. I do not like this at all. My keyboard's not working. It feels weird. Uh, Trump Timberland boots coming next. <laughs> 
Bro, it's it's no different than what celebrities do. It's like what Taylor Swift fans do. You slap her logo on a shirt, uh, whatever. I mean, they sell the same stuff at the at the. Um, oh God, the concerts. But this is a president, though. This is a this is a former U.S. president who's running again, and you're resorting to these tactics of Trump NFTs, Trump shoes, yeah. Trump whatever. It's like okay, here's the thing. Like the MAGA hats and the MAGA shirts, that's kind of normal in the political spectrum. That's to be expected. And honestly, I would feel like he did very well because there's MAGA hats everywhere. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. MAGA shirts are everywhere. MAGA flags, MAGA this, MAGA that. It's like, but shoes? I just, I feel like you really he's have like, to if, watch. If Kanye can do it. But he's not Kanye. <laughs> Thank God. We don't need any more Kanye's. Kanye's insane. Yeah, he's got the uh, success perfume and Empire Cologne, and then Ivanka, he, his daughter's got the uh, perfume as well. He's got a lot. Now here's it's the only deal: twenty bucks. Like I said, though, I don't. I'm not hating on the dude. Like if I was in his position, maybe not as president, I'd do the same thing. Why not? I mean, if people like your brand, they like who you are, they want to support you, they want to buy, they want to rep your gear. Fair enough. I get that. That makes perfect sense. But at the same time, though, you're a president. There comes with it a certain. Ah, uh, what would you call it? Je ne sais quoi, a certain behavior. Oh. But you but you can't expect that out of someone like Donald Trump. It's like, that's just not what he does. He does what I do whatever I want. You know, I don't care. It's whatever, folks. But again, the sneaker thing, like, oh my God. Watching Fox News. I saw segments on Fox News of this. This guy's like, it's fun. Trump's reaching the next generation. Like, this is boomer cringe nonsense. You kidding me? This isn't fun. It's stupid. It's stupid. But, you know, here's the deal, though. Do I really care? No, because I'm not buying them. I would never buy this. But what I do find ironic about the entire ordeal of this, the entirety of this ordeal, is this is coming from the same guy that made fun of Ron DeSantis' boots. You talked so much shit about Ron DeSantis' boots, and then you dropped this cringe gold cover nonsense Bro, he should have made boots. <laughs> he should have made boots. He should have made boots. I said, that DeSantis, been I said DeSantis, I, I told Christina Pushaw, DeSantis needs to drop a boot line. He needs to do it now. Someone heard you. Trump beat you too. <laughs> Trump beat me too. It's He's like, like, that's a great idea, DeSantis Burke. needs to drop a boot line to troll the absolute shit out of Donald Trump, and they didn't do it. I'm like, all right, all right. They didn't do a lot of things they should have been doing, but it's whatever. But either Stephen Way, though, I found I was laughing. When I was like, this guy talks so much smack about Ron DeSantis and you're dropping this. It'd be different if this was like, say, like, say, like Trump dropped a shoe line that was actually a nice shoe. It's like, oh, nice, like leather, maybe a dress shoe. Who knows? But then I did. I, well, number one, my mind's going a million miles, million miles a minute. Number one, how many people is that going to resonate with with a nice dress shoe? Because it's probably going to cost more. But then again, it doesn't matter because they paid $400 for a pair of freaking sneakers. So it's like, eh, I guess you can really do whatever you want. But at the same time, who's going to, like, if you bought a pair of these shoes for 400 bucks, would you ever wear them? There's people that buy shoes that are more expensive than that. Well, I'm just saying, though, if you bought a pair for this for 400 would you ever wear them? No, I would I don't think I, I would if either. If I bought them, it yeah. would be... Collectors. Don't, yeah, to hold yeah. on to it. Yeah, like, uh, this weekend, we went to the uh, outlet mall over in Allen, mm -hmm. and they had these Wonka shoes. Wonka shoes? Yeah, Willy Wonka shoes. Okay. I bought a pair because, you know, I thought, you know, maybe they'll be worth some more than $20. Is this the new Wonka that just got released? Yeah. They're really cool. I've never, I don't even know what you're talking about. Willy Wonka, you, you don't know what the movie mm -hmm. is? No, no, I don't remember shoes, though. No, there wasn't shoe. The Converse did a, a oh, shoe. Oh, yeah, okay. So oh, so a themed shoe. A themed shoe, yeah. You ever going to wear them or just going to? No. no, I'm just going to hang okay. on to them. I have, I have some that I bought from, uh, it was Nintendo. They did a version of that, yeah. and I bought them. I just thought they were really cool. Um, I don't think they're ever going to be collectors at whatever, but, I mean, who knows? Who knows? 
But either way, the cologne is like a hundred bucks. He's got a perfume. It's 45 victory or 47. It's something. I don't know. DD says, John, go make a cologne, please. But for women, I'd buy that up in a heartbeat. <laughs> make a cologne. But wouldn't it be a perfume? Isn't cologne for men? Yeah. And then perfumes for women. Josh got really serious. With, yeah. Yeah. That's my understanding. <laughs> don't take cologne from me. <laughs> Um, the pro truck, New York city boycott. Have you seen this? Oh my God. Okay. So if you're not on Twitter, you should be on Twitter. Follow me at non John Burke, not John Burke. Let me walk you through how stupid this has become. Okay. There's this MAGA dude over on Twitter. He's got like 200 something thousand followers. He's a truck driver. Um, and his, his name is like Chicago Steve or some weird stuff like this. And he's, this guy, Chicago Ray is his name, and he's an idiot. This guy is a bona fide. You listen to his takes, it's like, yeah, I could tell you don't have an education. I could, pl- I, yeah, your spelling from the way you type, but this guy's got a massive following of cultist idiots. He's a moron. And this guy comes out there, and he does this video. So the judge hands down the ruling to Donald Trump that you got to pay $350 bucks. Well, the judge rules versus the jury because they opted for the judge to rule and not the jury. See, I heard it was opposite that they wouldn't allow them to have a jury. Mm-mm. Look it up again. It was that Helena Baba, whatever, Helena Baba, Jesus, opted out of it, which everybody was kind of like, what the hell? That was my understanding. So the judge comes down with a ruling of $350 million, which I'm kind of like, yeah, that's ridiculous. And then to ban him from operating any businesses in New York City for like three years, it's a lot. It's a pretty over-the-top circus court biased judgment. I will concede to that. Do I care? No, I do not. Why? Because Trump also supported the lockdowns, hundreds of thousands of businesses destroyed. I don't care. And by the way, this guy's net value is like two point something billion dollars. Okay. Now, again, this is a very weird situation to be in. But either way, that verdict gets handed down. It goes super viral. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like this is, this is a witch hunt. This is a witch hunt. It's stupid. But I also don't feel bad for him because I just don't care. I just don't care. I'm not going to lie. I don't care. So... Now these truckers, now, now just listen to my reasoning here. Or you, let, me, let me listen to that. Let me list you their reasoning. Being that that judge in New York handed down that verdict, they are now calling to boycott running any freight up to New York City or to New York, saying we're going to boycott New York now as a result. This is what the truckers are saying. And MAGA. Let me... Oh, summary judgment without trial. There you go. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it says judge. Judge, oh, the there, case, there, there, judge says there was no option for jury in Trump's broad case. Nobody oh, okay. forgot to check off any box. But he can appeal though. Uh, I've also heard that before he can appeal, he has, he has to, to pay do the, the. Yeah, I did see that. He has to put like a hundred million in. Uh, escrow? I thought it was Not a full escrow. amount. Not sure. Either way, it was bullshit charge. It was it was over the top. But now that aside. When the truckers coming out saying that we have to boycott New York, my question is this. My father was a truck driver. It it was for many years. So you're going to make the people of New York pay for what this piece of crap judge did. Now, look, I don't agree with the judge either. I don't. I think it's a circus. I think it's ridiculous. It was wrong. Clearly over the top. And there's been people all over the country, even people that are liberal saying that's this is way too far. But what the truckers are saying now is that because this judge went after Trump, and by the way, you didn't want to protest. You didn't want to boycott during the vaccines, the lockdown, nothing then. 
Nothing then, all you Trump truck drivers. But now, now you want to boycott. But your boycott, ultimately though, is going to make the people of New York suffer. You're not going to haul freight. Small businesses won't get deliveries. Products won't go to where their point of sales are going to be. Prices are going to increase. Even more. Even more. But only for a time. Because there will be truck drivers that will step in and say, absolutely, we will haul loads up there. I mean, how are they supposed to feed all these illegal aliens? Exactly. If these trucks are are making their trips. So these truck drivers are like, we're going to penalize, we're going to boycott New York. You do realize, like, you're turning more and more people against you. Like, this is what I'm talking about, that the Trump administration is not a serious administration. There is chaos. Do you think that people will get more mad at the truckers rather than the the judgment of uh, the judge? Yeah, because if I was a New Yorker, it's like, why are you making me pay for a judge I had nothing to do with? Who, by the way, isn't even in my district. Why would I have to? Why why should I suffer for this? I could almost see it split 50-50. People be like, well, it's these people's fault that this we're getting this reaction and other people are just like, well, we don't have anything to do with it. Exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. And ultimately, this is a judge. It's like, um, but I did see a lot of people on, on the trucker side saying that we want this because essentially they need to stop voting for these Democrats. It's like, I understand that. I was like, but you're going to hit a lot of people in this crossfire. And I understand that there's a lot of boycotts out there that are not going to have, or there that are without innocent casualties. But this one, you're going after an entire state. Now, here's the thing: this guy, this Chicago Ray, he's a freaking boomer. He's an idiot, just an idiot. He goes on this tirade of like, "We ain't taking no more loads up New York. We boycott, blah 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 blah." And he does this video, and the video goes super viral, super viral on TikTok, on Twitter, millions upon millions of views. And I saw the likes of Sebastian Gorka sharing it, Mark Levin, Glenn Beck. And there's none of you sitting there saying, wait a minute, if you legitimately want to win come 2024 election season, maybe don't endorse these things that are going to cost you votes that are going to turn more people against MAGA or against Trump in general. I don't agree with this. You are trying to penalize a lot of people that had nothing to do with this. I don't blame them for hating you. But that being said, that being said, now what's happened is that same Chicago Ray dude backed down, deleted the video. And this guy talks, I'm from Chicago. I ain't afraid of nobody. Blah, 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 blah. I see you on down the road. Blah, 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 blah. Just moron, moron. And he, he, he makes another video says, yeah, I deleted the video because my grandson's seen it and uh, it hurt his feelings. So, you know, that, that's uh, I ain't no leader, no movement. I'm no figurehead. I just, I believe in what I believe. So I'll see y'all on down the road. I'm like, so what was this? What is this? What, 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 what's going on here? It feels like. What's his name? Chicago Ray or some stuff like that. It feels like there is no strategy in the Trump organization. It feels like it is just chaos. What's the mission here? It, it just feels like there are so many different bad actors and players all over the place. It is just a freaking circus at this point. And the GOP just sits there and they applaud it. And they applaud it. Bring more of this in. Bring more of it in. Mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing to me. Just crazy. I got family in New York that cannot stand what's going on up there. But now you want them to be penalized? 
Which he, again, I don't think this trucker thing's going to happen. He said the reason Fox News and Newsmax are posting articles stating I'm backing down is because they asked me to come on and I declined. I never suggested uh, anyone do anything. I'm posting what I'm hearing and that's that. I'm not walking back anything, as I said. Uh, the video, uh, I watched the video he made. He, I'm he, Chicago Ray, yeah. and that's the fucking truth. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> he basically deleted the video because it hurt his grandson's feelings. Yeah, bullshit, dude. Bullshit. So, and this is why I think he's full of shit. You got scared and you backed down. And this is why I think he's full of shit. If you truly believe in a cause, if you truly believe that Donald Trump was unjustly persecuted, and you make a video standing for your principles of what you feel is genuinely right, that is genuinely rooted in justice and in truth, I couldn't give a single solitary damn if it offended my grandchildren, my great-grandchildren, because what that serves to them is an example of what it means to be a man of principle. You, Chicago Ray, are not. You're just not. You used your grandson as the scapegoat. You think he should have stuck to his guns there? Absolutely. Yeah. Stick to your guns. Stop being a little panty-wasted bitch. Do it. But instead, so now, of course, everybody's going to be like, yeah, he's backing down. You deleted the video. That's what deleting a video means. Like, you're backing down. It's pathetic. So, the trucker boycott was supposed to happen. There are still many. There are still many calling to boycott New York as far as trucker deliveries. And I'm like, no, I'm sorry. I cannot agree with this. I think by trying to make so many people suffer as a result of this. So my question then is, it's kind of like, well, you know, they voted for this. Fair enough. Then what about when other states do things that we don't like? Do we now, do the truckers now boycott them as well? Or is this only a Trump thing? That, that's a big question, right? Is this only a Trump thing? Do you truckers only give a shit when it's Donald Trump? Yeah, why not stop delivering stuff to Washington, D.C.? There you go. Like, boycott D.C. There you go. You want to make changes in Congress? There you go. But then, Might be a better place to start. There you go. Number one, it's smaller. But at the same time, same thing of you're penalizing a group of people. Now, D.C. is way smaller than New York. I mean, it, it sounds like we're kind of in... Like a cold civil war. It does, an economy, yeah. Very well right? said. Yeah. I mean, because the government's obviously going after this guy. Yeah. Their political opponent. Mm -hmm. You know, and the, the AG ran on, did we're going to get Trump. And Did all you hear what stuff. Kathy Hochul said? Did you see that clip where she said, if if you're a real estate or whatever, yeah. you don't have to worry about how we targeted, you don't have to worry about you being targeted like we targeted Donald Trump. I'm right. Like, so then you admit that this was a, a, a bias. This, this is a witch hunt. Well, it was along the lines of... Uh, I thought. Did you see what to, I'm talking about? Did yeah, we we'll have to play the clip. I, okay. Because it, was, it sounded like uh, as long as you share the same views. Exactly. Exactly. Them, Agree with us politically or you, you will be. Line, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're out of here. That's what I'm kind of like. Like, look, I don't like Donald Trump. I'm not voting for the schmuck, but what's going on is wrong. What am I going to do about it? Nothing. Because I'm sorry, as much as this sucks, you did the same thing to ruin people's lives and as far as the lockdowns and the jab and yada, yada, yada. Sorry. I just, that's just my personal belief. But I can still sit there and say, like, yeah, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Again, if uh, yeah. they do this to this guy, they can do it to anybody. Well, I, that's why Republicans need to get out there and freaking vote. Yeah. We've got to get out there and vote and stop with this nonsense of, you know, like Trump keeps talking about mail-in ballots. Still, still. It's like, stop with this. Go vote. 
get out there and vote. Like I, here's the thing. I'm not voting, but I certainly hope that Trump beats Biden. I would not, I don't want four more years of Biden, but I don't really care much about Donald Trump. I think he's the lesser of two evils, but Republicans have got to vote. Yeah. But the thing that worries me though, is that a lot of them have convinced themselves like voting doesn't matter. So why bother? It's like, well, if that's the defeatist attitude you're going to take, then fair enough. No wonder we're going to keep losing. If it's all rigged, why do Republicans continue to win in certain districts, in certain races? It's, you got to get out and just vote in mass. You have to. I mean, and you people have who haven't voted before have to get out of the house yeah. and vote. I agree. I agree. <clears throat> Pro-Trump trucker calling for New York City boycott backs down. Um, one of the earliest proponents of a trucker boycott in New York City in retaliation against former President Donald Trump's civil fraud penalty is back down on his earlier statements, deleting posts and sharing a retraction. Judge Arthur Ngoron, now that guy again, so much bias being displayed by this douche and his wife, who both are like massive Donald Trump haters. On Friday, ruled that Trump must pay $355 million in penalties in the civil fraud case brought against him by New York Attorney General Letita James. The suit accused Trump mothers of fraudulently inflating his net worth. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. In response to the ruling, a number of pro-Trump social media users began urging truckers to boycott New York City by refusing to accept routes into it and potentially disrupting its economy. Many of the users advocating for the plan were truckers, including one early voice on an ex-Chicago Ray, who echoed Trump's claims that the case had been politically motivated election interference. I've been on the radio talking to drivers for about the past hour. I've talked about to about 10 drivers. The trucker said in a video shared to X over the weekend in which he claimed the boycott would begin on Monday. I don't know how far across the country this or how many truckers are going to start denying loads going to New York City, but I'll tell you what, you fuck around and find out. But Chicago Ray deleted his original post and shared a new one on Monday in which he distanced himself from the boycott calls and stressed that he was not encouraging anyone to do anything. The post was also later deleted, but a screen grab of it was shared in a report by the progressive media Touch. He said, just to be clear, I'm no figurehead of any movement, Chicago Ray wrote. I'm not leading, nor have I encouraged, or am I encouraging anyone to do anything other than what they were doing prior to the ruling on Friday in New York City. After deleting that post, he shared another in which he claimed to have deleted the original video because it went viral, claiming that his grandson had seen it on TikTok. He also claimed that his decision to delete the post was not because anyone got to him, stressing his continued support for Trump and for truckers making their own decisions. Newsweek reached out to Trump's office via email on Monday morning for comments. Any responses received be added to the story later so yeah this nerd back down deleted it back down again it's like dude you're a schmuck you're a schmuck i can't stand that can't stand that like if you're gonna do it if you're gonna vote go vote or excuse me if you're gonna if you're gonna boycott boycott fine yeah. i don't agree with it i think you're gonna create more angst and animosity towards MAGA as a result of this but if you're gonna say you're gonna do something go freaking do it because here's the thing it was close like, it started to pick up a little bit of momentum. And people are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It still know, might. They, it still they, might. Who it's knows? still trending on Twitter. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, though. I think you got enough of these guys out there that'll be like, you know what? Well, Screw I think, New York. We're not going up there. I think these are independent truck contractors. They own their own trucks. Yeah. I think any company that deals with, like, drivers say, I don't want loads to New York. I'll be like, all right, well, then you're fired. And they'll replace them. So I don't know. I don't know how this is going to turn out because again, if you drive for a company and they say, you know, they they have their dispatchers, you know, schedule your load routes, all your routes that you go on. It's like, I don't want anything from New York. It's like, look, you know, we're in this to make money. We've got to get the stuff up there. And if you're not going to do it, then we don't need you. So we will fire you and get somebody in here that will make runs to New York. So this could go one of two ways. 
Companies will step in and charge more, make more to run lows in New York while independent contractors just boycott it. So it's not like they will starve New York completely. It probably will slow down operations for a little bit, but it will pick back up eventually because it's going to be the trucking companies that got to purge themselves of the Trump supporters by saying, if you're not going to you know, run lows in New York, we're not going to hire you or you're not going to work here. So we'll see. Or what they could do is pick up a bunch of legal aliens yeah. and truck them up there. There you go. Drop them off. Drop them off. Yeah. At the mayor's mansion. I mean, they kind of already do as far as like them coming across the border in the trucks. So, yeah. High school basketball player who identifies as a girl accused of causing injuries in game opponents forfeit. Uh, Collegiate Charter School of Lowell forfeited after three injuries to an already depleted team against Kip Academy. A girls basketball team between two Massachusetts schools made waves earlier this month after one team forfeited against their opponent, which had a biological male who identifies as a female on the court, a source told Fox News Digital. The, uh, the school forfeited against Kip Academy, which resides in Lynn, Massachusetts, at halftime. Kip was leading the game 31-14, to but the game goes into record as a 10-0 to win. A video circulated on Monday showing one player from the charter wrestling for a rebound with a biological male athlete from Kip Academy. Um, I'm going to play you this video, and of course, Riley Gaines is all over this. She's definitely going after the trend, and good for her. God, yeah. God bless her for the work she does. Um and this dude is just straight up, like, just dropping these girls to the ground. And it's pathetic. It is pathetic. Like, my thing is, like, where's the fathers? Like, if you're a father, get out there and beat that dude's ass. Look at this. He just flings her to the ground, pops it up. It's pathetic. This is pathetic. And then he tries to help her up. She doesn't want it. That's a dude. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, grasping her lower back. She's hurt. That is a grown-ass dude. It's pathetic. Yeah, I wouldn't let my kid play. No. I would boycott that. Well, I would I have see. him stand. I would have him dress up, stand on the sidelines. It's going to come like, down to parents playing. getting physical. It's yeah. like, if I see that boy playing on this, this floor again, I'm going to beat his ass. I'm going like, to beat his parents' ass. Where's your playing. parents? Yeah, we're done playing this. Like, I'm sorry. Parents are going to have to get mad enough to where they start standing up and saying, if this comes into the schools, we're going to start beating ass. We're tired of this. This nonsense has got to stop. Bring back the bullying. Bring back the harassment. Bring back the violence. Because, folks, it's gone too far one direction now. It's gone way too Now you've got little girls getting thrown around on a basketball court by a freaking, what is that dude? He's like, got to be like at least five, seven, five, maybe even six foot. He's got no business being on that basketball court. But, folks, I'm telling you, until people, until parents specifically, start getting up in arms about this, this is only going to continue. This is nonsense. This is ridiculous. Can you imagine having a little girl out there and this boy that is so much bigger than her goes out there and injures her? I'd be furious. Yeah. Furious. But now here's the other part, though. You see that trans player there. Why are you letting your kids play? Yeah, I'm not letting my kid play. Before we have to get to all that other stuff I just described, here's the deal, folks. If there is a transgender player on the other team, bow out. It's like, no. Not going to do it. You know, if people united on that fact, they'd have to reconsider. It's like, there's no one that wants to play you. Even in kids sports. So my, my daughter started playing soccer when she was like four years old mm -hmm. and it was co-ed. Mm -hmm. Okay. So four or five years old, they're still playing co-ed. But once she got to like six, yeah. then they split them up because yeah. it's obvious that the boys are faster, yeah. a little bit stronger, mm -hmm. a little bit more physical than the yeah. girls are. And that's at six years old. Yeah. So when you're in high school, mm -hmm. throwing elbows at these kids. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm not. Bro, he my flung her to the ground, man. Just straight up flung her to the ground, dad, right in right in his face. It's ridiculous, and the parents allow this. Yeah. This is insanity. A trans. I'm sorry. I I do not respect your pronouns. I don't. And I've I've posted about this. It's like I think that you are mentally disabled. I think you people need to be locked up into asylums. You are a stain on society. You are a stain on our culture. You are an embarrassment to America. You have a mental disorder, and it's been nothing but praised by progressive liberal agendas out there. This is insanity, and I've had enough. I have had enough. It's time to start bringing back the bullying because without it, this is what we get. I even read an article. It talked about that how a trans woman's breast milk is just as good as a general, an actual woman's breast milk. I'm like, this is what tolerance gets you. This is exactly what tolerance gets you. Folks, do not be ashamed to go out there and stand against this transgender nonsense. It is insanity. They go out there and they scream and cry. It's time to start standing up and saying, this is ridiculous. You are not real human beings. You're not real things. You're a man pretending to be a woman. It's pathetic. I'm sorry. Oh, it's the live and let live. I love this. I love this. The live and let live concept. Well, that's worked out so very well for us now. Because I was like that as well. I was like, you know what? Live and let live. Land of freedom. But that's what the assumption that the American public and society in general is going to have at least a definitive line in the cultural sand of saying, look, you know, this doesn't include 18 and below. We're not going to try and trans the kids and chop the penises off of little boys and the breasts off of little girls. That's what that expectation. But I should have known better because that's what liberals do. You give them an inch, they take a mile. It doesn't matter what the second amendment doesn't matter. So now we went from let grown men dress as women. Fine. Live your life. None of my business. But then it, it didn't stop there because of the name of tolerance. We got to be tolerant. I don't have to tolerate shit. I don't. I think you are disgusting, degenerate types that need some serious help. I really feel that way. And this right here, this is proof of it. To the point, folks, we live in a society. When in the history of your life did you ever think you'd have to sit there and listen to someone like me say, why is it that a a grown six-foot man, or boy rather, is playing in an all-girls team because he's a transgender woman? That's a guy. It feels like America is living in uh, 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 the America has no clothes. The emperor has no clothes. Literally pretending like we are not on the cusp of insanity taking over. I'm telling you folks, people don't want to hear this. It's time to bring back the bullying. Stop being tolerant. Stop being enabling. Stop. And here's the thing. Call out the women for this behavior. Because ultimately, this came from women. Oh, not going to like that one, are you? I don't care. Ugh, get a little warm. You know why? Because feminists attacked men for toxic masculinity, for patriarchy, for misogyny, for all these things. And folks, and in many cases, it was warranted. Absolutely. I, I agree to a degree. But then what happens? Like, like, as always, the pendulum swings too far one direction. And now we've got women running buckshot over men because they are so fucking emotionally unstable. It's always the women that they are enablers of mental weakness and mental disorders. It's always women because it certainly didn't come from men. Why? Because men would have bullied them into suicide. And society would have been so much better for it. John, that's a horrible thing to say. It is, but it's true. Imagine if we didn't have this transgender problem right now. We'd be much better off as a country. Society. But instead, 
What do we get? Women saying, oh, let men be more feminine. Let's create a safe space. Be who you are. You're a queen. You can be a woman. And then what happens? These mental, these mentally disabled types come in there and they start replacing women, which you can't because you're not actual women. Then you want your own bathroom. You want your own, you want everything. They're not your own. You want to start using the opposite bathroom. You're like, nope, absolutely not. It's gone off the rails of sanity, folks. And because of beta men, they were afraid to stand up and put women in check. We've got this. You're a misogynist. I don't give a fuck what you call me. I don't care. Society's become unbalanced. You've got men pretending to be women, women pretending to be men, chopping off appendages, sewing on fake appendages, because now there's no, it's all chaos. Cats and dogs getting along. Yeah, it's crazy. So crazy. It's disgusting. And this is what you get. Because, hey, live and let live. Who's it hurting? Remember how many times we heard that? Who's it hurting? Well, now it's hurting the kids. Cause and effect. I even, <laughs> I posted a reel this weekend. I probably set off a lot of feminists, but I generally, I really don't give a shit. So a few of my friends are like those aggressive female entrepreneurs. And I'm sure like that rubbed their clits the wrong way, but I really don't give a fuck either. I really, I don't care. But I posted this reel and these women get together. Women, I'm sorry, you're in the crosshairs right now. So I'm, I'm not talking about all women. If the stiletto fits, there you go. If it doesn't, ignore it. But it's because of women. We're in a lot of these situations that we're in now. Because of weak-minded men. And let me explain my thought process here. Oh. Where do we begin? I saw this reel. And it's these women in their 30s and 40s. And they're sitting there videotaping themselves crying. Now, number one, anytime you think of setting up a camera and recording yourself while you're crying, don't. Just, just don't, okay? That's weak. That is emotionally weak. What are you doing? Stop it. You're, you're attention-seeking at this point. You're not crying because you're hurting. You're crying because you want attention. And how are you going to get with said attention? By showing others on social media how you're hurting inside, thus to elicit either sympathy or empathy. But it's a group of these women in their 30s and 40s. And they're saying, they're sitting there crying and it's a little captions while they're sitting there crying saying, I'm 30, unmarried, no children. I just don't feel like I have a future. Another woman's like, you know, I feel like I've just, I've missed out on so much. I feel like I've been lied to, blah, 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 blah. And I'm sitting there and I made a comment on this post like, okay, you you have to excuse me here. My understanding, my understanding was that women were strong, independent, powerful, and didn't need men. But now, you're sitting there crying like a bunch of little girls. What happened to the empowerment message? Well, where, where'd that go? Where, where was all the solidarity, sisters? Where's the, we don't need men? Where's, where's the crush the patriarchy? But now, you come to the understanding and realization that maybe, just maybe, feminism has lied to you. You know what need, well, you know what America needs more than anything? Actual mothers. Mothers that will stay home, that will sacrifice. Sacrifice careers, sacrifice everything to raise good children, good men and women, good upstanding citizens. It was the man's responsibility. I talked about some of my Instagram stories this morning. 
It used to be that the man had to be the emotional, steadfast pillar slash foundation that a relationship was built upon. The man from the olden days of the hunter-gatherer mindset was now I'm going to go out there, I'm going to face danger, I'm going to take on starvation, wild animal, everything. The man was the one who died the most. He defended, he, you know, everything. So with that came emotional calluses, emotional strength, mental stability, the ability to, you know, go over there and provide for a family. Imagine being a pioneer back in the old wild, wild west. How difficult that had to be. And then there's a lot resting on a man's shoulders. Now the woman, she's taking care of the home front. She's cooking, raising the kids, cleaning, helping out with the clothes, the chores. So she was also doing it in the fields, doing the crops. Man was out there as well. So men were genetically, I, I genuinely feel, being that we were stronger, supposed to be the leaders of the household. The women, not so much. Women and men are different. We have strengths and weaknesses that counterbalance each other. Men aren't as emotional as women are. Well, are you generalizing all women? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, you're very emotional. Yes, you are. Men are very cold-hearted. And the way that I prove this is because women get offended by a statement like that, whereas the men are like, no, that's pretty true. That's pretty, we're, we're assholes. We're pricks, yeah. Women are like, oh, you're generalizing all women to sit there and say that we're not emotional. Do you know any women in your life? Yes, you're very emotional. It's called estrogen and many other things in your brain that make you act in like irrational matters. Yes, it's real. It's true. I don't give a fuck if you like that or not. It's the truth. So it was a good counterbalance to where you had masculinity, real masculinity and femininity creating a perfect yin and yang, a duality that needed each other to balance each other out. With too much masculinity, it's too much. With too much femininity, it's what we've got now. Now think about what I just said. We've got too much femininity in this world because what did femininity usher into it? Enabling behaviors such as encouraging men to dress as women, paint their nails, be homosexual, be whatever. You want to go out there and dress like an absolute slut? Girl, that's empowering. You want to go out there and do an OnlyFans? Girl, that's empowering. You want to walk around with your tits and ass hanging out? Girl, you don't need a man. That's empowering. Okay, fair enough. Well, John, would you fuck him? Absolutely, I would. And then I'd throw him away because that's what you wanted. That's what's empowerment, right? You don't get to sit there and act like a hoe and then be expected to be turned into a housewife. Regardless, I mean, even the, the rap song talks about it. You want to act like a hoe? I'm going to treat you like a hoe. I'm going to bang you and then I'm going to leave you high and dry. Because here's the deal. That's what you want. That's what you're acting like. Because if that's not what you wanted, then stop acting like a slut. If you want to be made into a housewife, if you want to settle down and raise a family, then maybe act like something that resembles that. I'm not going to sit there and look at a woman that's banging all these dudes, bragging about it as if she's going to be the perfect kind of stay-at-home mother. Absolutely not. I watched another reel. It was this retired porn star, ex-porn star, and she has to be in her like mid to late 20s. So she must have been doing porn for a while at a young age. And she says, uh, men are just intimidated by me. They're, they're just, they're so, and I'm kind of like, okay, you're not that good looking, but all right, your boobs aren't very big. Okay, fine. It's gotta be what? So like you just have a personality that's just very uh, aggressive. What is this? And so I'm reading the comments. And it's the same girl. I was like, I just can't seem to keep men because they're so intimidated by me. I've had men walk, walk out on first dates many times, blah, 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 blah. And then I found out in the comments what this girl's name is. And people are like, oh, yeah, 
Go Google her and see why men are walking out on her. Literally taking two to five dudes at the same time in the same holes. Okay? Okay? So, in today's society, you women have been lied to to make you think that that type of fatherless behavior is going to somehow land you a high-valued man. What world do you live in where you can go out there and act like an absolute slut whore and then you're going to land a high-value dude? It doesn't happen because the ones that you think it does happen for, like the sluts that land the high value dudes, those aren't high value dudes. Those are guys that are probably going to cheat on you behind your back, bang your friends, because no self-respecting man would ever be with a woman that does something like that. Sorry, that's just the point. And here's the thing. It's no different for men. If men want to go out there and become porn stars and they can't find a woman to settle down with because like, I don't want a dude that's been with all these women that hoard around. It's literally the same, same thing. It doesn't change. So all the women that want to go out there and pearl clutch, like, oh, he's just massages. No, the same rules apply to men. But how many men do you see resorting to OnlyFans and porn and means of making money by selling themselves as opposed to women? You see way more women doing this. So how dare you sit there and make the comparison or the wanting the same outcome of a woman that, number one, doesn't dress like a slut, has self-respect, endures the slings and arrows of being insulted for actually having self-respect, for holding herself to a higher standard, and for, above all, having class and being effeminate. No, 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 no. They can't be that way because it's degrading. But you can go out there and try and be like a man and then suddenly act, you know, shocked when men don't want to be with you because you're not an actual, there's a difference. You're not a lady. You're a woman, but you're not a lady. Men love ladies. They don't love whores. They fuck whores. They love ladies. There's a difference there. And the thing is, you know this. You, women, this is not new to you. You know this. So society and social media have lied to so many of you out there and to thinking that you can display this fatherless behavior and then along comes this high, I'm sorry, Pretty Woman was a movie. It wasn't real. Sorry, the dude usually doesn't marry the hooker and the stripper doesn't love you. That's just the reality of life. Because what a lot of you don't seem to understand is that you, like women, you're at a severe disadvantage here. Let's just, let's just be honest with this. I had this conversation last night. You're at a severe disadvantage in this society. Let me explain to you why. Number one, a lot of these women, being that you poop out the babies, you're kind of in a different category than men. When a lot of these women have their children and they want to be stay-at-home mothers, well, what does that mean then? They forego, usually, an education, job skills, learning how to operate in the corporate world. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing, but it can be. If the relationship falls apart. So if a woman wants to hit herself to a guy and the guy says, I want children. And the woman's like, so do I. And you have kids. And then for some reason, the relationship doesn't work out. Well, the woman nine times out of 10 is going to get the kids and she gets child support, but it's usually not enough. So what does she have to do? She's got to go out there, work, take care of the kids, pay the bills while the dude does do a lot on that part. I will give you that. So women have to consider that. It's like, it's self-preservation. It's like, okay, Will I be okay if for whatever reason he cheats on me, he dies, the relationship doesn't work out, whatever? They're left at a massive disadvantage unless during the process of the relationship, they are getting an education. They are learning something. They're doing something part-time. 
so they have something to fall back on. Men, we don't have to think about that. We leave a woman, we're okay. We can't have kids. Chances are you're probably not going to get the kids unless she's a drug addict. You're going to be paying child support. So you're going to have to continue to work very hard. But the reason I'm bringing this up is that let's reverse that again then. Say like the woman doesn't want to have kids. And she wants to work. That's a whole different scenario. It's a whole, it changes the dynamic of everything. But ultimately, there's a lot of pressure on women. Women have to look a certain way. Now, that's through your own faults. You do that to each other. Men weren't sitting around saying, you know what would be beautiful on women? Duck lips or baboon butthole for lips. I, I don't know who fabricated it. It had to be women. It had to be women. It wasn't men. Men were all about the boobs. Absolutely. We love our, loves ourselves. Who doesn't love boobs? Even women love boobs. But still. So then women, through feminism and then contemporary feminism, you were told that it's, it's wrong to not want a career. It's wrong to not want to be independent. It's wrong for, some, for you to stay home and raise your children. It's wrong to go out there and work. It's wrong to do this. It's wrong to let a man lead. It's wrong and wrong, wrong, wrong. And then guess what happened? You, 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 you swallowed this, no pun intended. You swallowed this hook, line, and sinker. And what did you do? You started dressing like sluts. You wanted to sexualize yourself. And then you get mad when men are just straight up eye-fucking you. What are you looking at? You. You're dressed like a slut. Of course I'm going to look. I'm attracted to what you have. It's sexually in me. You cannot sit there and tell men, stop being men. Dogs, stop being dogs. Cats, stop being cats. You display the assets that you know. And here's the thing. You know that turns men on. You know men love boobies. So you you show some cleavage. Because if it's not about sexualizing yourself to attend for attention, then why are you displaying other parts of you that are not so sexually promiscuous? Show a little bit more ankle, if you will. No, you're going to make the dresses tighter because you want to show off the ass and you want to show off the tits. Because why? Because you know that's what men find attractive. So what do you want to do? You want to dress in a manner that draws that attention. And then you sit there and you pearl clutch when you get the attention. How dare you? And you sit there and say, men should change and stop sexualizing women. So then what, you want us to be gay? I mean, well, how does this work? How does that work? Now, what you really want is like a gay football player, someone that's really in touch with their feminine side and also super hyper-masculine. You want the combination of both. Well, I got news for you. That doesn't exist. You don't get that. Sorry, it's not real. And women will go out there and act in such provocative ways Now, I'll tell you this right now. When I was dating, I'd watch how a woman would hold herself. I'd watch how she'd dress. I'd watch how she'd talk. I'm going to tell you this right now, and you listen up, because I don't care if this offends. There is nothing good about being trashy, about being lazy, about being slutty. No way. It's not. I made a tweet the other day. I said, I take an Audrey Hepburn over a Cardi B any day of the week. Because why? Cardi B is ghetto trash. Any woman that acts like that is trash. I would never be with that. That's disgusting. It's beneath me. That's what the peasants want. Oh, John, that's very elitist. You're fucking A right it is because that's what standards are called. And then those that have no standards, try and criticize those that do. Folks, standards are a good thing. Standards elevate. They make you better. They provide a better quality of life. These are not standards that are put in place to say, I just don't like these people because of this. It's because of your actions. 
Would you ever want to take a woman? Would you ever want to take a lady out to a restaurant and she's got like, like she's super loud? Oh, that's right, black women. I'm talking to you. <gasps> oh, I don't give a fuck. You're loud and you're very obnoxious. You are. And then sit there and pretend like you're just intimidated. No, you're an embarrassment. I, the reason I, I saw a clip on this, and there's this black woman going after these two white women. I say what her name's Tommy or some shit, some fucking ghetto rapper probably. And she's like, I'm right here, white bitch. I'm like, you see, you're the reason why men don't want to be with you. You're an annoyance. There is nothing ladylike about you at all, whatsoever. You're just loud and obnoxious. Now, where did that come from? This fake female empowerment bullshit. That's where it came from. It's the truth. So then what do you start doing? Look look at the black community, for example. Would you stop letting these fucking losers nut inside of you and then having 20 babies out of wedlock? Oh, can't do that because then you're not empowered. There's empowerment in being a whore, right? I don't know why. I'm not sure what about that makes you empowered. When in fact, and here's the crazy part about it, women, this is where you went wrong. You were lied to and made to believe like you didn't have all the power. When in fact, you actually did and you didn't even realize it. You didn't even realize it. It's hilarious to me. Does the woman pursue the man? No. Generally, the man pursues the woman. Why? Because if you think about it, the woman has to trust this guy enough that he is physically letting her be inside of her. Think about that for a second now. Now, I know it sounds weird to a lot of you like, whoa, that sounds gay. No, put yourself in the mind of a woman. This gentleman, this guy I'm dating is potentially going to be inside of me. I'm going to have to give myself over to this guy. Is this guy a loser? Is he? I don't know. Women have to be very protective of themselves, as they should be, because there's a lot of dudes that just want to fucking forget. It's difficult. I get it. But at the same time, when you're a woman that acts in a very sexually promiscuous way, lets random dudes just run through you like a freaking freight train, and then you, you decide that you want to settle down, and here comes a high-value guy that's actually put a lot of effort into improvement, building an empire for himself that he can share with his queen, and you get offended because he doesn't want to share it with you because you've had no standards, no sense of morality. You don't get to pearl clutch. You're facing the consequences of your actions. And that's what most women are doing now. All the crying you see on social media. It's too late to have kids because I can't find a man. I'm interested to see what you were doing in your 20s and 30s. What were you doing? Were you, were you, were you partying it up? Were you living that, that lifestyle? Instead of finding a good man, building a life together? No, 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 no. You, that's, that's what I'm saying. And here's the crazy part about all this, and I'm going to leave it here. All the nonsense of the patriarchy that women are preaching online today, have you noticed that it's always about women? Women's message, women, women this, women that, women, 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 <coughs> women's wants, women's needs. Now I'm being, I'm being serious here. When was the last time you heard an actual guy sit down on social media and say, I feel like this is kind of what men need. Ladies, when was the last time you asked your man how he was doing, what he needed? And I'm not saying you don't. I'm just saying in general. And then have you created 
an emotionally safe environment enough for him to know that he can trust in the fact that if he's honest with you, you won't overreact and become super emotional. Ooh. Men, have you made her feel like she's comfortable enough that she can confide in you without you snapping? You see, the, the thing is, these are not new concepts. The traditionalist aspect is viewed as misogynistic by feminists because all you've used to paint this picture of misogyny were the wrong examples of masculinity. You never focused on the good examples. Why? Well, then that just destroys your whole narrative of how men and women are the same. No, we're not. I don't think I've ever met very many women that I couldn't beat the absolute brakes off of if I wanted to because men are, by and large, physically stronger. We are. Women, I, I, I'm being serious. I feel like women are smarter than men. I really feel that way. I feel like we have our strengths and weaknesses according to our own sex, but when combined, we perfect one another. Men, I feel, are not nearly as emotional as women. Women, I feel, are not normally as disciplined as men. I think there are balances in there that when you bring them together, it forms a perfect unity. But I absolutely, I'm, I'm relishing and I'm loving every single one of you women in your 30s and your 40s and you're sitting there crying and bawling your ass. Oh, I can't find a You know why? Because the high value ones usually settle down earlier in life. They're kind of like, yeah, I'm found me a girl. We're going we're gonna to make this work. But then these women, like, you just sit there and you you act so surprised. Did you think that high-value good men were going to change their standards just because it was more empowering for you to go out and fuck 20 dudes in one night? Did you see that one? That one girl? What? She went on this vacation. She bragged about she broke up and then in, like, the span of seven days, fucked 20 guys. Went viral and was like, good luck with you. Because I tell people, it's like, I look at myself and I use myself as an example. It's like, we work very hard to get where we're at here which means we have to be very selective with who we allow into our lives and to share our kingdom because they're going to get half of it or I'm going to share it with somebody. So I want that person to actually have something of value and worth because I'll tell you this right now, ladies, you can get these fuck boys when they're younger. You can get them when they're younger, but then eventually men grow up and they stop thinking so much with their dicks and they start realizing there better be something beyond the surface that actually has value because you're going to get old, the tits are going to sag, you're going to get wrinkles, you're going to get crow's feet, we're all going to turn into raisins right before we die. So you better have something of value beyond the looks. And this is the part that's going to stink for a lot of you women. I'd say a large chunk of you don't. To include men, to include the fuckboys, you got nothing beyond looks. Because that's what social media has created. Everything is the looks. The looks. Does she look good? Does she have big tits? What's her ass look like? Is she skinny? Is she fat? Is she ugly? Is she tan? Is she black? Is she white? Is she got big lips, small lips? What are her eyes? All these things that you feel are the most important premise of why you're interested in somebody. You know how many times I've, I've like looked at somebody online and then you hear them talk and it's like, oh my God, I want to put an ice pick through my fucking ear. I promise you, I'm a vector. I'm a very pleasant guy to be around in real life. <laughs> I'm not like this he 24 is, seven. Is. This is my, this is my rant hour. 
Whatever happened to being ladylike, to being a woman, oh my God, you want to turn a guy on, be a woman. Whew. You know what's not appealing? When a woman tries to act like a man. You know what's not appealing? When a man tries to act like a woman. You women, you wanted men more in touch with their emotions, and what happens? Now you got all this gayness out there. These metrosexuals that spend more time in the bathroom combing their hair in the mirror than the women do. I saw one dude make out a tweet. He said, you know, men should never be on ladders. They should pay somebody else to do that because essentially you can get hurt by falling off the ladder. You mean like a man? Exactly. <laughs> I wrote back, and like, you can't even change a tire, you fuck boy, can you? You're a bitch. We need more toxic masculinity back into this society because going the opposite direction where there's too much estrogen and too much female influence, it's going the wrong fucking way. I mean, I'm not wrong on this one. It's ridiculous. And you got to love the double standards. Women can be, you know, they can, they can display high levels of misandry, hating men. But if men do that towards women, oh my God. Oh my God. Too much. Too much. It's ridiculous. It's the dumbest thing ever. But I don't fucking care. Because feminists wanted the battle of the sexes. You did. You wanted the battle of the sexes. And a lot of you women, guess what? Now you're waking up and you're realizing you were lied to. You were sold a false bill of goods into believing that if you display these certain characteristics, it's going to empower you and make you happy. I'm going to tell you something right here, and you better listen to me. Listen to me real close. There is a difference, a vast difference between pleasure and happiness. Those are two totally different. Stop thinking, seeking things that are going to bring you pleasure and find things that will bring you genuine happiness because then pleasure is a byproduct of that. This hedonistic society that we're trying to live in will not last. It will not work. You can hate me and disagree with me all you want. I generally don't care because guess what? I'm not trying to fuck you. I'm not trying to get into a relationship with you. Oh, you think you're above these people? Uh, yeah, I do actually. I actually do. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You telling me that I'm not above these people that are lazy as hell, that apply nothing to their life, that have no standards, no moral compass. You telling me I'm the same as them? Like, fuck I am. Absolutely not. And you know, you know why people don't like that? Because you've got no understanding of self-value and self-worth. Because you're not actually working towards bettering yourself at all. Because if you were, you'd understand that. You don't appreciate that car that you work on, that old classic to build it up, replace parts, paint it, all these things. But if it's handed to you, you don't care. But if you work on it, you understand the centrifugal value, the value of it, excuse me. But without that, you don't appreciate anything. So folks, I'm sorry. You, aren't just, you don't just pop out of the vagina valuable. No, you as a human, you as an individual, you accumulate value by working on your emotional control, emotional intelligence, your career, your body, your health, your mind. So if I'm somebody that actually works on these things to try and make myself better, and then along comes this other person that's done virtually no work, and I say, yeah, I'm not interested. You're emotionally stunted. You're financially not there. You bring nothing of value. Oh, so you think you're better than me? Yes, I do. That's why I want to be with you. You're below me. You're down there. Now, nothing says you can't be up here. You can work on yourself, and I'd help you. But I got to see some motivation. But if you come to me at this table that I'm eating at with your hands open and you bring nothing but silverware, fuck off. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. The pussy ain't that good, girl. It is not that good. You can fuck me 10 ways from Sunday and it's going to be the best sex ever. But guess what? That's not enough. You actually got to have a discernible personality. And that's where, again, a lot of these women are kind of like, your personality has been developed in the sense of your sexuality. How do I know this? So many women, it's like, well, you know, I'm just crazy and bad. It's like, okay, but what are your thoughts on this? Well, you, I, 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 you can't have a genuine conversation with them. They have no opinion. None. It's just kind of like, well, then what's the point? I like a woman that like I can go back and forward. Like we can actually have a very good conversation. I'm interested in hearing what she has to say. And then sex is a benefit. But it's like, that's the person you fall in love with. You like who they genuinely are. It goes beyond this. It goes beyond. Now, again, sexual chemistry is a massive part of a relationship. Absolutely. But folks, once you're done having sex, you bust that nut and you got that mental clarity. What happens next? If you can't stand the woman, it's not going to work. Why would you put a ring on that? Ladies, if you can't stand the dude, why would you let, why would you let that guy blow up inside of you and then impregnate you? I just don't get it. I don't get it. All right, that does it, folks. I'm done. We went from Trump shoes to I fucking hate women. <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't hate women. Again, folks, hey, if the stiletto fits, strap that bitch up and wear it. If it doesn't apply to you, fine. I watched a video today, and I can't stand this about social media in general. This one friend of mine, she's just like, you know, I think Geminis are the most evil people out there. And I'm a Gemini. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, doesn't apply to me because I'm a Gemini. I'm clearly not evil. But I know people would look at that and say like, oh my God, you think all Geminis is like, well, if the shoe fits, wear it, bitch. If it doesn't apply to you, why the fuck are you so offended? I mean, I could go down the rabbit hole in that as why. It's a sense of community and belonging, but ultimately I won't go down there. But anyway, you get where I'm going. All right. We had some other articles. Yeah. It's the the New York City dance team. Did you see that? NYPD dance team. Did you see that one? We'll cover that on the end of the show. I'm sorry, I got to get to this one. AOC joins the NYPD team, dance team, but for a different reason, or critics. AOC joins critics of the NYPD dance team, but for a very different reason. Um, The Progressive Squad's AOC joined critics of the New York City Police Department's dance team, but not over concerns about crime. So they they put out this video, I guess the NYPD has a dance team, and it's bad. Oh, it's bad. I, I mean... I think they're all ethnically diverse, but they dance like they're white. I'm sorry. It's bad. It's really bad. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm watching it now. It's terrible. It's horrible. It's like, whose decision was this? This is These are liberals. You know, men didn't think this up. This had to be a liberal woman. It's like, you know what we need to fight crime? A dance team. Karen, dance shut troop. the fuck up. You know what we need? Bullets and criminals. We need we more need, men to get out there in the streets. It. Yeah, we need to stomp the yard. That's what'll do it. The NYPD's dance team recently performed live for the local PIX11 news station, sparking swift condemnation online that the department is not focusing on combating crime or enforcing the law. Other critics who spoke to Fox News Digital said they found the video offensive not only to taxpayers, but also to women who work in law enforcement. Um, If that's what you need to do, do that on your own time. At a time when violent crime is off the roof for uh, New York City, this is not appropriate. Nicole Parker, a former FBI agent and News Fox contributor, told Fox News Digital, this is not keeping the community safe, and it is very concerning. Uh, Replying to Ocasio-Cortez's reaction, some ex-users, while still condemning the seven-member police department's dance team performance, said the congresswoman missed the mark. How many people in your district are getting screwed over by the migrant invasion, one user said. How many school or how many school music programs could we fund if we got rid of useless, harmful politicians like you, asked another. Um, Yikes. 
Last April, Ocasio-Cortez notably criticized New York City Mayor Eric Adams for increasing police salaries, a move that came following years of law enforcement recruitment and retention woes in the wake of 2020 racial justice protests and riots, as well as the COVID-19 pandemic, blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, this dance team, uh, is there a video anywhere here? It's, uh, it's, uh, thank God if there's not. I don't think there is. It's bad, folks. There's it's, one on uh, New York Post. It's not even good dancing, but it's like, this is this is a waste of money. These are your taxpayer dollars going for these whack jobs to go dance. Your job is to protect and to serve. Explain to me how any of this is doing this. It's not. It's not. This is stupid. They get paid to do this? They get paid to do this. Mm. NYPD dance team. That had to be a woman's idea. And if it's a dude's idea, he should cut his, cut his nuts off. He's not a dude. That's ridiculous. That is stupid. That is stupid. Bro, I can't get over this. This nonsense that our country, oh my God. There's a huge I'm, increase of crime. What can we do? Dance. Dance troop. Let's dance. The dance troop. We're going to stomp the R. We're going to stomp the violence out. Freaking retarded. All right, folks. That does for today's episode. If you're going to stick around after this, I don't blame you if you didn't. Like, John's a misogynist. No, I just don't like stupid women and I don't like stupid men. You've been lied to for so long, you buy this bullshit, and then you sit there and you complain and whine about it later on like you're supposed to feel sorry for you. You're the one that wanted to act like a slut. You're the one that, yeah, it's not my problem. It's your problem. Anyway, we appreciate you. We love you. Hopefully you enjoyed today's show. Women, I don't hate you. I hate the stupid feminists that have fucked everything up for all these men, and I hate these beta men that let these women walk all over them. It's pathetic. So be a man, grab your balls, and be toxically masculine. Just be a good human being is what I'm trying to say. Can you get my man? Yeah, you guys have a great night. And as always... Fucking NYPD dance teams, gay as AIDS.